listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. Bridge, you know what day today is? Today. I don't. Today is September 1st. Oh my gosh. How did it happen? <laughs> it is the meteorological start of fall today. Well done. I heard a broadcaster mess up that word, a professional <laughs> broadcaster, which I think, you know, people don't realize <laughs> we're, we're not, not professionals. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, this is, this is a side hustle for us, but we're very excited. I think September always brings new beginnings, new life, um, and we're going to talk about the importance of our life here today, this morning. Uh, back in the 1980s, as I'm learning... <laughs> Catholic Charities welcomed participants and clients who needed help from a new and very frightening threat. That enemy was the HIV-AIDS virus. When we first started to learn about this virus, there was no successful medical treatment and people were dying. Catholic Charities, as we always are and always have been and always will be, among the early responders who served every person who came to us with warmth and compassion in the midst of conflicting reports as to how the virus could spread. I'm seeing a lot of similarities between yes, then and now. Absolutely. And uh, HIV AIDS, while we have it absolutely under control and we will learn more about it today, is not gone. It is not completely in our rearview mirror. Uh, as Catholic Charities HIV AIDS program developed, um, as did the medical advances that turned it from a fatal diagnosis into one that could be managed. Um, we've eradicated much of it. But today, more than 45,000 people in Illinois have AIDS. This includes 28,000 people in Chicago who have the disease or are living with the HIV infection. Wow. And there were 1,400 new infections of HIV last year in Illinois. So while we know much more about the virus, and as we've said, people can live with it for a long time, uh, it continues to be a struggle for those who are affected by it. And as we do every week, we have incredible folks from Catholic Charities, guests who um, are here to discuss our HIV AIDS program and a special event in October for those who want to join in the fight against HIV AIDS. Two amazing folks are with us today. The first is Pat Drott. She is a Catholic Charities HIV AIDS liaison to parishes throughout the Archdiocese. And she's joined by a client of ours who will refer to as Joe out of respect for his privacy. Welcome, Pat and Joe. Good morning, and thank you. Good to be here. Good morning. Great. We're so happy to have you. Can you share, we'll start with you, Pat. Can you share with our listeners what the services are in the HIV AIDS program? Happy to do so. Um, well, we have relatively just two areas. We have um, case management and we have our educational outreach. And um, case management is, offers um, a wide variety of one-to-one -one services, client and case manager. And it 
it runs the gamut from working with a client when they first get their diagnosis, uh, you know, working through the shock and the um, uh, their feelings and um, sadness, uh, and then assisting them to get life, you know, back together. Assisting with housing, with rent and bills, sometimes legal issues, uh, job training, money management. Um, uh, nutritional uh, issues, counseling, uh, getting them into entitlement programs, um, helping them with medical adherence and getting their medications, uh, counsel, individual counseling. Um, so that's essentially uh, the variety of services. That's amazing, Pat. Uh, and on the other hand, the educational part of it is um, HIV AIDS has been overshadowed by so many critical issues, uh, obviously the COVID pandemic, uh, natural disasters happening everywhere, civil unrest, that people tend to forget that the HIV-AIDS pandemic is still with us. Right. So they need to be reminded of that fact that um, it is still here. And so we've developed a number of ways to keep that on the public consciousness, which is we have developed our own HIV-AIDS webpage on the Catholic Charities site. Um, we've uh, uh, written and produced two DVDs, one in English and, pan- and in Spanish, entitled The HIV-AIDS Pandemic and the Christian Response, which help educate people. Uh, we have developed and distributed specific health education literature, you know, brochures and things of that nature. And anywhere we go and speak, we talk about the fact, such as something like this, today's broadcast. That's amazing. And, you know, Pat, we are going to take a, a short break in a little bit, but if you could tell us in the last minute or so what types of projects you work with, specifically with the parishes. Well, um, uh, I mentioned uh, something about uh, announcements to the parishes. Um, I do uh, develop announcements about 15 different national ethnic HIV AIDS awareness days, and those are sent to the parishes and hopefully are in their bulletins to uh, announce to people that this is still here. Um, I collaborate with the Office of the Vicar General on the Holy Thursday collection, um, and some of those funds in the parishes by choice are uh, um, sent to agencies like Catholic Charities who provide services to persons living with HIV AIDS. I do plan and host World AIDS Day prayer services, and I do presentations in the parishes. So many amazing things, Pat. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back on The Voice of Charity, we're going to continue our conversation with Pat Drott and uh, HIV AIDS liaison to parishes and our client, Joe. More and more people around the world are interested in their family history. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. 
Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Pat Dratt, the Catholic Charities HIV AIDS liaison to parishes and to our client, Joe. Joe, we're going to go to you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to be involved with Catholic Charities? Yes, I. Um, this happened about uh, close to 15 years ago. I uh, was I had just finished a program at the uh, North Chicago VA Hospital, and uh, I went to uh, live in a uh, a home set aside for people that were HIV positive, and uh, uh, for Lake County, and 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 it was in that home that I was uh, introduced to Catholic charity. Uh, the name of the home is the Harbor House, and, and it, it came to be to be because uh, there was a, a ministry taking place in, in Chicago, sponsored by Lexington Brothers, that uh, where they had a, a huge apartment building uh, dedicated to the services of people who were HIV positive, and so Lake County invited uh, Lexington Brothers. To do the same thing here in in uh, Lake County at the in Waukegan area, and and uh, they also went so far. One of the sponsors uh, donated a mansion to wow. uh, the you know, for the service there. So that's how I got to know it. I was in that house, and 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 Catholic Charities, one of their staff members would come to that house and, and host a meeting with us, uh, those of us who were HIV positive in this house. And uh, I, from there, it took off to uh, uh, me getting a case manager from Catholic Charity and, and, and uh, attending uh, the one-on-one -on -one therapy as well as a group therapy. So, can, can you tell us a little bit Joe, about what that meant to you to have, I, you know, I think people hear case management and they don't always understand what it is to have someone kind of helping you coordinate everything, both the, yeah. the case management and, and really the counseling. How, how was that helpful? Man, it was awesome. I, 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 I discovered uh, during this process that I was a broken vessel. I had it, my problems 
went back far beyond uh, before I became HIV positive, and that occurred. I became HIV positive in 1989. Uh, I was uh, in corporate America as a contract manager for Biomed Services on the East Coast. But well before then, I was I was born in Chicago, and and uh, my mother died shortly after my birth, two weeks after I was born, and 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 my life was uh, uh, confusing, and and I had these surrogate mothers that were in and out of my life uh, over the course of me growing up, and uh, so. Uh, I ended up, I mean, coming to Catholic Charities, uh, coming to the harbor, and then Catholic Charities gave me uh, a backbone to look at myself and discover what was wrong, and, and it began back in my beginnings. And and so uh, I can't begin to tell you how tremendous it's been in being able to, the case manager is the one that orchestrates my therapy, mm-hmm. and, and and they are involved with whether or not I uh, adhering to the the, the uh, uh, regimen of taking a medicine uh, on a daily basis. And so uh, I've never had AIDS, uh, uh, and Thank so God. at eight. Yeah, the guy, that's it, exactly, because when I contracted the virus, about a year later, God stepped in and said, I'm not going to let you die from this. Yeah. You know, it was God <laughs> that kept me, because I'm and on the East Coast, I, over a period of five years I lived there, I saw almost 200 people die yeah. from AIDS. We forget, um, Marie and I were talking before the show, uh, I'm a little older than she is, although you'd never know it. And, um, you know, this this isn't quite on her radar the way it was for me. And I just, I, I'm sure your, your therapist tells you this, Joe, that things happen to us. It's not what's wrong with you, right? Things, things happen right. to you. And um, you've, sounds like you've had to deal with a lot, but we're all... And we're all broken vessels on some level. So we really appreciate yes. your, your sharing your story. Yes, thank you. Joe, you know, uh, go ahead. Go there's ahead. been so much sort of parallel kind of, you know, dealing with this pandemic. We've spent a lot of time in the last few months really talking to different folks, different programs, and, and what the effect the pandemic has on them. What, what, it's, what has it been like for you dealing with this, given what you've gone through with, with HIV? Well, I'm still connected with Catholic Charities, uh, but we're doing our therapy over the phone. We are, we are, uh, we have group therapy uh, uh, and uh, with the clients and, and the interns. And, and so that has been a real, you know, uh, aid to the process of, of shutting, shutting, we have experience in this shut-in that we are a force upon us. And so, um, and then I, my case manager is, is always available to me. I, I drop a phone, make a phone call and, and she returns my calls every week. And, and, uh, and so I, people care about me from Catholic charities and that, that, that is dynamic for me. Uh, that the love I've received from Catholic 
And because being a broken vessel began with me not being loved. Mm. And so I learned to love. Joe, that's beautiful. I, I, you know, truly, I think as as we think about, you know, the work that we do together, right? Mm -hmm. So this work is done together. It's done. You um, are the center of that work, right? You're the the person who who moves it forward, and you are the person who who is the hero in this story. But thank you for sharing with our listeners a part of your journey. I think, you know, as Bridget said, we are all broken vessels, and we are all worthy of love. And I I just am so grateful that Catholic Charities was a very small part in that that healing story for you. So thank you for sharing that with us. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue this great conversation with Joe and Pat Durrott of Catholic Charities. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Zupich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We talked to the Office for the Protection of Children and Youth about keeping kids safe from abuse during the pandemic. We visit the soup kitchen at Most Blessed Trinity in Waukegan, which has been serving hot meals to those in need throughout the pandemic. And we introduce you to the oldest Benedictine nun alive today. She's 107. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers. Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Pat Drott, who is the Catholic Charity's HIV AIDS liaison to parishes throughout the Archdiocese. And she is joined um, by possibly the most eloquent uh, guest we have had, Truly. our client, Joe. Uh so we need to plug the annual HIV AIDS walk. Pat, can you tell us a little bit? Each year, Catholic Charities has a team that participates in the fundraiser. And when is it and where will it take place? 
Well, um, this walk, which is sponsored by the um, AIDS Foundation of Chicago, um, usually occurs at the end of September, beginning of October. It is scheduled for October 3rd, Saturday, um, in the Grant Park area. Um, it's a, it has a little different face this year because of the fan- pandemic. There will be uh, walkers and runners at Grant Park, but they have now announced that there will be a week of walks. So the week of... Oh. Um, September uh, 28th or so, uh, there are five different neighborhoods where people can, teams can walk or individuals. They can do solo walks. So it's kind of spreading it around and still encouraging people to walk, yet social distance. So um, it is scheduled if one wanted to join in um, October 3rd at um, Grant Park. Uh, or the other five neighborhood sites, which are listed on the AFC webpage as well as ours. So um, this is my 18th year of walking. Wow, Pat. um, I have to do a solo walk because I'm in the net risk group, so I am going to do it in the bike trail near my home So, um, and then hook into the app uh, so that people can see and connect. So um, we do have a, a team, Team Catholic Charities, and we are mandated to have 20 walkers or runners. And as of today, we have 18 registered, and we have a goal set by AFC to raise $5,000. And as of this morning, um, there's over a little over, little over a thousand that's listed, but I know of about eleven hundred dollars more that will soon be posted. So we're almost halfway to our goal, um, and we encourage people to uh, join the team uh, or and or donate as well. So we welcome everybody. Pat, I love I love how creative they've been yeah. in kind of mm-hmm. helping engage in this sort of new reality that we're all living in right now. Can you give that website where people can learn more? Um, you know, 18 folks is great. 20 folks is wonderful. But 20 folks are wonderful. But we can have a lot more than that. So Absolutely. I don't want anyone to hear 18 and think they shouldn't sign up. But can you let them know exactly where they can go to sign up? Okay. The website is, um, you know, the Beginning is always HTTPS, but it's action dot aids Chicago one word dot org slash teams slash two nine seven three eight zero. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and Joe, I I've heard that you have also participated in this walk. Can you perhaps share with our listeners a little bit about what that experience is like? Yes, I I, I had uh, I did the walk when we was in Grant Park when the, when the when the first uh, began actually, and and uh, I've since grown so old where I cannot walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm 72 years old, and I think, and so I started out with Catholic Charity when I was around 58. So you can you can imagine uh, what what I've uh, experienced with them. But uh, it was wonderful. I mean, you know, we've, there was thousands of people yeah. in the beginning. You know, I mean, uh, it, it was it was just all kinds of organizations and uh, come together for that AIDS walk. Uh, and uh, it was just amazing uh, what how it worked out and uh, at Grand Park and and I was with friends and associates and and it was just a marvelous experience to uh, uh, 
uh, walk together with people. Isn't it's amazing it. what solidarity does, right? Like we yeah. we all need the practical help in whatever situation we are, but just knowing you're not alone and and that people right. care about you is is pretty fantastic. Um, and we should mention a lot of the money raised goes to our food pantries. And um, mm. Pat or Joe, I'm not sure who's the expert here. Can you say a little bit about what's special about those pantries? Well, yes. Joe, Joe, do you use the pantry? Why don't you tell them uh, if you do yes, use it? I do. I do use the pantry. The client, Catholic Charities uniquely has two pantries. There's one for the community, and then there's one for the client called the care cupboard. And, and both are just awesome uh, uh, products and, and varieties to, of course, to choose from. And and uh, uh, I, I'm able to go there uh, every week, uh, where typically most pantries operate on a monthly basis, and uh, particularly the ones that are in churches, is once a month. But uh, Catholic Charity is just takes. There's no other organization, uh, 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 religious organization, that is doing it like Catholic Charity does it. Joe, people are going to think we're paying you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you got to dial it down. People are going to think we're sending you a check. Okay. <laughs> but truly, can um, we just have a, a minute left? But um, Joe, just reassure everyone that you're you're healthy and well, given your yeah. diagnosis. I am. I truly am. I, I'm very well. I, I my my virus is undetectable. I is so low. The numbers are so low, uh, and. Uh, I I just can't begin to tell you. Here I am, 72 years old. I, and this began when I was 42 years old. And and so you can imagine uh, the time. And, and and thank God that I found or uh, or cafeterities found me and, 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 and reached out to me and, and, and many others. And I, uh, I, 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 just so eternally grateful, and and I'm going to make contributions to the organization myself, and so uh, I, uh, this is nothing else, no one else like this. Joe, we are so grateful for you. We're we're going to continue to pray for your well-being. Pat, thank you for joining us um, here today with us. So thank you for your dedication to positive initiatives that educate and unite people in support of all of those with HIV AIDS. And if you want to learn more about Catholic Charities, call Pat Drott at 312-948-6500. That's 312-948-6500. Tune in next week on The Voice of Charity, where we will discuss Catholic Charities post-adoption services. For now, this is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And I'm going to use, I'm going to steal a line from Joe and just remind all of you that you are extremely loved and have a safe and healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.